It's another wonderful day. Yes, it is. And we are here. Yes, we are. Welcome, everybody, to the Home Record Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion. I've been joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Monique, how are you today? Hello. How do you think I am? Well... You're gorgeous. Aw, beautiful, lovely, amazing. Well, I'm either usually I'm awesome, I'm fabulous, I'm wonderful, I'm spectacular. We're gonna eventually run out of adjectives and have to start recycling. Yeah. New ones. I'm super wicked awesome. Old ones, I should say. You're super. All right, that's good. Fantastic. Yeah. Terrific. All right. Well, we're here for another exciting, fun. As I destroy my. (laughs) My my little area here is just having a some mess. Technical difficulties. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> knocking into my microphone, having all kinds of issues. All right. So, so what's new with you this week? New with me this week? Yeah, anything fun, mm. exciting? Planting things, checking out insects outside. I like bugs. They're cool. Yeah. Yeah. You make well, fun of me for it. Well, I don't make fun of you for it, but you just you. You're enthralled by these things, and they're fascinating creatures. They they, they just take you. They like suck your attention completely. They do because when you can get up close to like insects and you get to see what they look like from really up close and all the details, yeah. there's a lot of neat stuff about them. And so many people right. are freaked out by bugs, but I look at it like nature's giving me a gift and showing me these sweet little things. That's a part of it, and I'm thankful. Okay. Yeah. And so, like, what was it yesterday or the day before you were coming home from the grocery store or you'd gotten home from the grocery store and I came outside to help you bring in some groceries and you're like, what? Look at this cool, I don't remember what it was, like a beetle or something. It was, something was yeah. on the stairs. You're like, look at this cool thing. I'm like. It was really cool, I, but I didn't okay. get to like inspect it to see what it was because you gave me a hard time. And I'm no, like, I was okay. like, no, I just want to get the groceries. Is that okay? <laughs> I like like to look at them. I like to learn about it. If I don't know what it is, I like to read about it. I have a book on insects and I like to look stuff up. Look, you've had a a very positive influence on me in that I don't squish bugs anymore like I used to. I used to just, if I'd see an ant or a spider, just be like, okay, squish, get rid of it. Now I do what you do. You take it, you bring it outside. I don't talk to it. I don't have a conversation with it like you do. So you haven't gotten to me uh, in that way yet. But I will take it and I will just put it outside. All right, get out of here. Go. Leave. It's better than killing them. All right, fair enough. So you've gotten through to me in that way. I I was just putting you over. You're like, all right, fair enough. Moving on. I I was was like, yeah. It's better than killing them. You're right. Okay, fair enough. I I was trying to give you credit. Well, thanks. 
for that. I was saying, I don't need your credit. (laughs) The faces you make. Uh, Yeah. So I I just, all right. Like they're, they're great. They're, they're insects. I'm not enthralled by them, but I'm I'm not, I'm not like disgusted by them or anything, but I'm not. I don't know. Like if, they, even they don't if you, fascinate me like they fascinate you. If you stop you, I guess. to think about like flies, people think, oh, it's just a fly. But there's like different types of flies, and some have like an iridescence to them, like the regular house flies, and they're really cool looking. And some are more like a matted, darker color, but they're pretty neat. And I think if people can get over the icky factor of some of them and just really look closely at them, you can find admiration for how they're made, their colors, like the different designs, things that protect them in nature. You know what's kind of funny? What? And this this thought just popped in my head. Those same people that are like, ooh, icky, gross, probably eat foods that ha- contain insect parts or... Well, think about mealworms. Like, yep. Mealworms. It's because they would ground them up and put them in food for like extra protein and texture um, as like filler. Uh, I forget what kind of beetle it is, but there's a beetle that is used a lot when you see like natural colors. If there's red, it's from a certain beetle. So it's not vegan by any means, but it doesn't say that on the label anywhere. And it's like from a beetle. Yeah. Squishing its insides to get that pretty red color. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's kind of gross, but. Again, like I said, it's kind of ironic because the same people are like, oh, bugs, grow, probably eat. They just don't know and it. And just don't realize yeah. it. I mean, if time. you look at other countries, they eat bugs. Yeah. It's a food source. So worms and different large bugs because it's protein. Yeah, it's true. The human body needs its protein. It'll take it any way it can mm-hmm. get it. Right on. Yeah. So are we going to talk about bugs this week or what are, what are we doing? What no, but speaking of eating bugs, it comes up in our topic today. You know what it does? Yes. And I, this was not planned, I swear, but it does definitely, it, it yeah, does factor in. it popped in, in my head like, whoa, wait a minute, in. that actually. What a, what a segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but before we jump into that, yeah. is there anything you want to discuss? Not really. No. It, no. You just love keeping it yourself. Yeah. It's not... What am I going to discuss? I mean, it's, it, I'm just going to go off on like a tangent about something that's bothering me in the world today. One of millions of things. What, what's, no, nah, I just, yes, I do keep to myself a lot, but there's a reason for we'll it. We'll have a segment, what's not bothering Alex in the world today? That, that would probably be a better, yeah, yeah, that's, that would be a good one. What's not bothering me? Remember. Well, you don't bother me, so that's good. Thank so goodness go. for that, because yeah. uh, we'd be in a whole world <laughs> yeah. of trouble if there I did. You, there you go. But yes, no, you're right. I do keep to myself a lot with a lot of things, uh, because I, I don't feel it. What's it? What's it going to matter if I go and complain about something or talk about how I hate this or that? What's it? What's that going to do? Well, I wasn't looking for you to complain about stuff. I was just wondering if there's anything like positive you want to talk positive? about, interesting, interesting you wanted to talk about, interesting and positive, fun. Uh, interesting, fun, or positive. Well, we've decided we're fully homeschooling our kids. Yes. I think that's kind of a positive yes, thing. Yes, it is. And it is fun. I was I was talking to you earlier about how, you know how when, when you were in school and 
teachers like for example you had like an aha moment when you got something like a you, you grasped something that was like a difficult concept mm-hmm. to to grasp right you, you finally like the light bulb went off yeah. and it clicked for you it, it was it's a cool moment and i can remember some of my teachers in school where i had like aha moments because of something they said or the way they positioned a certain topic and i was like oh yeah okay that makes sense i get it and i was saying to you it's pretty cool. Like I'll name two of my teachers. Mr. Rosenthal was an English teacher I had in, in high school, and he like said a lot of things that just made me go, aha, and it, the light bulb went off, and I, I got it. I got what he was talking about. And there was another guy, Mr. Sanderson. He was another teacher in high school uh, who also happened to be an English teacher. And th- just something they said it was like a concept that I couldn't grasp, something with, I can't even remember what it was exactly, but it was, oh, I had that aha moment. I remember it being in their class, and something he said, I was like, oh, I get it. Those are just two that pop right to right to mind, but those are now moments that I get to have with my kids. I mm-hmm. get to see them have their aha yeah. moments. So I just think that that, that was nice. it's kind of a cool thing, yeah. yeah. And like especially with just what's going on with everything and how they're in some parts of the country they're not even opening schools, other parts they are. Where we are, they are opening schools, but they're doing like a weird hybrid hybrid kind of thing model. And kids can't. When you have little kids, to say little kids can't go near each other, they have to stay six feet away, it's very unrealistic. And that doesn't really serve much, especially for like schools that don't have a lot of yeah, I don't, space I don't, or places to play things. Like, yeah, like yeah. one school is like, well, they can play tennis. It's like, well, you know, inner cities usually don't have tennis courts. Well, I don't want to get into like the all the pros and cons. I'm just saying yeah. where we are, we made the decision. The, the last three months of this past school year when all this hysteria went on and everything closed down we had to do everything from home Mm -hmm. and it was just kind of eye-opening to me and I'm not this is not meant to knock teachers in any way at all because most teachers I'd like to think care about the kids and actually want to make an impact in their lives and and be a positive influence on them I think that especially for the school where our kids were at Mm -hmm. absolutely any teacher that we ever had an interaction with top-notch great people really had the kids interest at heart but I saw that it was just kind of like when they said well they're gonna go back but it can be all remote learning or half remote half in school it was kind of like look I I'm do I was doing everything anyway I was making sure that he was looking at his lessons and do it I'll just do it myself there was no checking of the work (laughs) there's no yeah I mean I'm sure they're gonna do that now but it's like the stuff that they were having our son do, he already knew most of it. And I'm like, this is what he's been learning? Like, he knew all this when he went into kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Like, he already knew all this. So I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it all now. That's it. It's, we're we're going to handle their, their education. And I think that for a couple of people that I've seen or spoken to, they're kind of waking up to that too, that have kids. And they're, unfortunately, not everybody's in a position where they can just do that for their kids and homeschool but but i mean it's kind of being forced on a lot of families Mm -hmm. because if you're doing a half hybrid half in-person model that's kind of well or a half remote excuse me half in-person model then it's they call it the hybrid model it's kind of like well whether you want to or not you're going to have to have your kids be doing remote learning some people you know so well what you know, families can try doing is if they have friends whose kids are in the same class and they're dealing with the same thing, maybe start your own 
you know, homeschooling group where you right. maybe alternate days where the kids go and teach. So you might be teaching three or four kids, but then you get like a day or two off well, and then they can go do group stuff as well. There's a lot of op- yeah, options I mean, out there. Homeschooling used to be really taboo, but now it's definitely opened up more. Yeah, I think that the, so we, can, we can look at that as a silver lining to this whole hysteria that's overtaken the world. Yeah. Uh, holes in the education system are now more apparent to parents mm-hmm. i think and again not i'm not saying like where our kids were because i i loved all those teachers i love the program they were in and everything it's just this, this hybrid stuff is not gonna no if, I'm if, more if, like, if they're gonna be doing remote learning i'll just you know what yeah. it's it's fine and not just regimented that, schedules work with for kids, kids at school yes, and they exactly. have to be separated then they're exactly. not really getting the socialization they need so we'll it, just put them in separate things <laughs> exactly and, and yeah. And the whole socialization thing, where that, I know that that's always been a knock on homeschool. Look, you're not just sitting in your house all the time with your kids if you're doing homeschool. And I don't want this to turn into an episode about homeschooling, yeah. but you, you go out into the community with kids. That's where people learn. That's where you mm-hmm. learn socialization. You don't learn it yeah. in a classroom where you get to sit there and then the bell goes off and you go to to lunch or, or recess or your next class when you're you know in upper grades. That's not... What's that? How's that socialization? You got to be quiet. You got to raise your hand to talk. Like that's socialization skills. What are they learning other than just being in the same room with other kids? Exactly. So instead of being one of those people that says, ah, the education system's indoctrination, blah, 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 and complaining about it, uh, we decided to do something about it. We're going to homeschool. That's it. Mm -hmm. So it's a great thing. That's a positive thing. It's something that I'm very invested in. We've been doing it with our our oldest Mm -hmm. son. And and he's been doing fantastic with it. And it's, it's also another positive to it is kids can work at their own pace and you'd be surprised our our oldest will sit for hours on a subject Mm -hmm. that interests him and it's funny how now all of the subjects he's doing interest him and he's excited about learning yeah it's funny how that works and there's we don't put pressure on him or anything like that he does an awesome job yeah we have structure we have structure in place we have structure that we do for our youngest as well, uh, our middle son, excuse me, and then mm-hmm. we have a, a younger one who's not just, he's, he's learning, but he's yeah. not quite to the let's do some schooling stuff yet. But yeah, I just feel like this is how it should have always been, in my opinion. But the way society's yeah. structured, it's so impo- it's like almost impossible for a lot of people <laughs> to do. So yeah, that's a positive thing that... See, we found I, a positive yeah, thing for you to talk about today. There you go. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm really, I, I, I'm excited that we're, going all in on that mm-hmm. with uh with all of our kids so i think uh hopefully it'll be i i mean i i feel that they're they're gonna be just I fine think they're gonna do awesome they're very intelligent i think all kids are intelligent and that's yeah that's kind of the point right when you're when you're a parent you you have kids because you want to raise your kids so they're better than you smarter than you they make better choices than you that's the goal i i think right i, they I don't learn know from your mistakes. they hopefully learn from your mistakes yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Uh, yeah, so there you go. But I, I, that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. Like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to get into a preaching no, session or anything like that. Today we're talking about a movie. Yeah, yeah. we were going to talk about something else, but then we watched this movie and we were like, we need to talk we're about. We should do this. that. Yeah, and, and the way we started was we were just looking for something to watch, just kind of you and I, because yeah. we, we we do a lot of stuff with our kids. We mm-hmm. watch a lot of movies from yesteryear that we liked and yeah. some some new stuff occasionally but uh we very rarely watch anything just for you and i because mm-hmm. it's, you know we got young kids so you can't really by watch the time we yeah you know throw an episode of psych and fall asleep 10 minutes in 
Yeah, that's been the norm lately. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, so we, last night, we're kind of messing around on, we, we, we use Voodoo and, and Amazon Prime mm-hmm. a lot. And this was on Voodoo. We found in the free movie section there. A classic. I think it I qualifies think as a classic now. Classic. I think it definitely qualifies now. Yeah. I think what what year did this movie come 1988. out? 1988. Okay, and yes. it's starring uh, one of Cage. one of the greatest actors yes. of all time. Yes, I love me some Nicolas Cage. Yes, I love him. He is awesome. The movie we're gonna talk about is uh, Vampire's Kiss. Yes, and we watched the trailer. I've never seen this movie before. I'd heard. I'd like heard of it, but I didn't really know anything about it. There are very like a lot of popular like memes and stuff with like scenes are from there? this movie with Nicolas Cage. Oh, okay, yes. Right. yes. I'm not I'm not into the memes and all I don't know. And like different gifs stuff. and stuff. Like okay. yeah. So Is it GIF or GIF? How do you say that word? GIF. It's That's a GIF, it's right? G I F. Right, but you G could also make the J sound. It could, but it's GIF. And I don't care what anyone says. I'm right. Okay, I'm asking. I, I'm asking disagree. because I'm not sure if it's GIF or GIF. Yep. I say GIF, uh, yep. but whatever. Yeah. So this movie, I, we watched the trailer and we're just like, it was between this and something else. I can't remember what the other movie it was. It's about like a portal in a shower that keeps stealing shower curtains. Yeah. What was it called like the gateway or something? Something like that. Yeah. And but, it was like a, I don't know, a shower, and it just had a some kind of portal in it. Yeah. Would steal the shower curtain. I'm sure there's more to it, but from the trailer. We're going to watch it. Don't you that's worry. That's pretty much what we got out of it. But then we, I'm like, all right, that, that's the strong maybe. Let's let's move down and see what mm-hmm. else they got. They have like 7,000 movies or something ridiculous number. And we moved down and I'm like, Vampire's Kiss. I'm like, what? I was like, yeah, that's the Nicolas Cage movie. I'm like, all right, let's watch the trailer. We watch the trailer. All right, let's watch this. Yeah, we got to <laughs> watch just, it. It just looked insane, just his mannerisms and everything from the trailer. I have to say, so... Basically, let's just kind of talk about what it is. This right, you is wanna, about you Nicholas do Cage. The synopsis? Just go for we'll it. do a really brief one. <laughs> it why? <laughs> do us go ahead. Well, yeah, brief. Say, brief is fine, and then Nicholas we'll talk about Cage parts. Cage is um, a publishing executive. And is that what he is? Yeah, he works oh, okay. in like literature, and he does something with books and contracts for a publisher. Okay. So, yeah. And he goes out one night and picks up a woman who is a vampire and then he thinks he's a vampire and he just you can see like how his mind is very off and especially towards the end becoming more and more convinced he is a vampire it's essentially this guy's slow descent into madness yes right yeah I, I think that's probably i was gonna be like can i do the Nicolas cage face with like the eyes wide open i can't i can't do it i can't do it justice but he his he did a phenomenal job i mean yeah like i i, I told you this after the movie was done last night i'm like there was parts where i laughed and there's other parts where i'm like am i supposed to laugh at this i don't i don't i'm not sure and i told you that after it was done I'm like this is a movie that i have a feeling when I watch it again, I'm going to like it even more. Mm-hmm. And if I watch it again, I'm going to like it even more. It's like one of those where you watch it. The more you watch it, the more you like and appreciate it and enjoy it. Watch it knowing absolutely nothing about it. It's going to be kind of confusing because you're going to be like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the point. Yeah. But and again, it's like the so part of the character, Nicolas Cage's character, um, Peter Lowe. <laughs> That's in it, right, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, his accent. Nicolas Cage donned this accent for him where 
you'll notice it kind of changes too. He tries to make himself, I think, sound like Thurston Howell III from Gilligan's Island. Okay. Trying to sound very high class, hoity-toity educated. All right. And then it kind of like he'll slip out of it and almost talk normal, but it almost is like reminiscent of like someone from like California, the Valley maybe, like talking that way. And almost like a mix between Thurston Howell and a Southern accent and a little more of an English accent all at once. It's pretty incredible. There's, yeah, and, and it, he kind of like goes in and out of the accent yeah. too. And I think that's on purpose to show like he's trying to impress people, trying to be all fancy-like. When he's putting on the accent though, like there's a couple parts where I was like, what'd he say? What? Well, like, that's couldn't kind understand of an issue him. because his voice gets kind of low when he's talking at times. And with the accent, it's difficult to understand what yeah. he's actually saying. And you're like, huh? Yeah. What I almost want to watch it with closed captions on so yeah. I can see what he's saying. So maybe next time we watch this movie, we can yes. do that. Because there will be a next time. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, at some point. Absolutely. Yes. But yeah, it, it's definitely at first I'm like, what is going on <laughs> with this movie? And then like the crazier he gets, you're just like, whoa! It, it's it's like a almost like a train wreck. <laughs> if you know you don't want to look away, but it's so bad. But that's kind of the genius of it, I yeah. guess. It, because you're it, supposed to be going crazy. He he did a hell of a job portraying that. I think one of my favorite parts in this movie is when he is in with the therapist, and mm-hmm. they're talking about one of the running themes is he's got a. Uh, was she a, his uh, secretary, assistant, something? Yes. Paralegal, whatever, yeah. she, whatever she well, is. Uh, well, yeah, secretary. Secretary, I guess. yeah, yeah. Paralegal would be for a lawyer, right? Yeah. Okay, and he's a publishing guy. We yes. okay. So, his this lady, the secretary, so Alva, and that's Alva paid is her by name. Maria Conchita Alonso. Yes, Maria Conchita Alonso. Yeah, who you may know from Running Man and Predator too. Yes, she is tasked with looking for a contract some publishing contract that he's looking for and he doesn't know where it is but he says it's got to be in this the der spiegel file i think der spiegel is like a german magazine like Mm. a, a real one and he tells her to look look for this file or whatever or a contract she can't find it and he like constantly is badgering her and like as the movie goes on the more insane he gets with like his demands of her Mm -hmm. and he gets like more and more sadistic and evil (laughs) and just the stuff he says to her you're like but it's so it's funny it's like it's very it's very manipulative manipulative because he'll do stuff to her where he tries to lull her into a false sense of security like i'm so sorry i didn't mean to do that let's let's call a truce gets her you know to where like to come back to work or something and then he goes off on her and it's like wow he like follows her into the ladies room she's like afraid of him yeah yeah Uh, rightfully so (laughs) i mean as the movie goes on you're like what is this guy doing oh my gosh uh yeah so that's like one of the running themes and he ends up this part i was a little unclear on he definitely physically assaults her for sure 
I'm unclear on whether or not he actually went through and raped her. He though. did. He because did because he even so says it. He says it, but it didn't really. Well, I think that was because of the movie. They probably it. didn't want to. No, I know that, but go it, graphic, maybe. I mean, the movie's rated R. They were pretty graphic with a lot of the other stuff they yeah, showed. So true. that's why I was a little unclear on well, whether or not. Well, it seems like I just figured maybe he like assaulted her. And then he like got off her because he's going crazy. And like while yeah. it's happening, like kind of like coming into clarity or not. But yeah, he's like going in and out of madness. I yeah. Guess. Like he gets moments of like, what the hell's happening? Yeah. And yeah. then like slips back in. And um, yeah, I, I was like, well, he's looks like he's totally dressed. And I don't know. It yeah. Was, like you never saw. But him. then like he says he did it. And he it says he it did seem it. Like. It, but when you see her, it almost looks like he just beat her up, kind of. Like yeah, and it's her. funny because or was he? The, was it? A, I I can't remember the specifics. He either punched her, or slapped her. I can't remember what. But she ends up with a black yeah, eye. Like her and, face is yeah, all. Bruised, she's all bruised yeah. up and everything. Yeah, which not cool, obviously. But and oh yeah, maybe it's a little late for this, but spoilers. <laughs> we're obviously <laughs> we're obviously spoiling the hell out of this movie. I know yeah. we probably should have said this earlier, but. It's a 19, what is it, 88? 1989. 89 movie, so yeah, or no, spoilers. 1988. So Eight, what, yeah, yeah, spoilers. We're going to talk Before about Before we talk about, about more, <laughs> if you haven't watched it yet, watch it. Yeah, just watch it anyway. Even if you hear this and you haven't seen it, you, you have oh to God. watch the performance of Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage does such an amazing job. Um, so, so he, no, you, I'll let you go. You sure? Yeah. Positive. You going to let me go? Okay. Thanks. <laughs> I'm about to make a point. You jump in. I'm like, okay, I'll back off. Because I forgot, we forgot to mention something. But go on, make your point. No, no, make your point because then I'll go back to what we forgot to mention. I was going to go back to what I, how I was starting. One of my favorite parts of mm-hmm. the movie is when he's in his therapist's office and talking about the filing. And this is when I got off on the, this is one, the running theme in the mm-hmm. movie. He's talking about this What's her name? Alva? Yes, Alva. Okay, he's talking about Alva, his secretary, assistant, whatever she is, and how she can't find this file, and he needs this file. You find out kind of partway through the movie that the person that he needs this file for calls him and is like, you know what, I know I asked you to give me that, but I don't really care. It's not that big a deal. When you get it, you get it. No pressure. And he, he's on the phone with this guy as this Alva chick, uh, girl, woman, is in he the room with him. He makes her stay right there. He makes there. her stand right there while he's on the phone call with this guy because he's like, you have to hear me now give a song and dance to so-and-so about why we haven't found the file yet. And so the guy's telling him on the phone, yeah, no big deal, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, yeah, okay, thanks. Gets off the phone. He's like, as you can hear, I couldn't get a word in edgewise because he's so irate and upset. And you're just like, oh, wow, he's really messing with her now because- he could have just been like, it's not a big deal. Find it when you find it, but I need it kind of thing. Could have said that. But instead, he's like, we got to find it. He just goes off on her. And you're like, what is going on? That's when I was like, okay, what what's happening here? <laughs> and then that was kind of like the start of the descent. But this now, back to my favorite part of the movie, he's talking to his therapist about Alva and how they can't find the she can't find this file. And so the therapist is trying to be like, well, maybe did you think that it could have been misfiled? Maybe put you can't find it because it wasn't put in the right file. Maybe somebody put it in a different file and you're looking in the wrong place. Misfile? How could you misfile it? And and he just goes off. And he's like, it's very easy, alphabetical. And then he goes through the entire alphabet, like yelling it, A, B, C, D, like all the way through. And I'm just like, 
I'm thinking, okay, he's going to stop at like F, right? Nope, keeps going. All right, he's going to stop at T, right? Nope, all the way to Z. Like, And it was so awesome. Like, you could either call that awesome acting or just horrible acting oh, or awesome. so bad it's awesome acting. I don't know which one it Remember, falls into. Nicholas but it's, Cage is playing uh, it's memorable. a crazy person. It's memorable. I'll he, say that. Yeah, because that's something like a crazy person would do. Yes. But having dealt with looking for something that has been misfiled, you're like, how the hell could this get in the wrong file? How did it get in here? Like, And it's so frustrating because um, when I worked in veterinary medicine, I had to do that. We had to look for a misfiled file for a patient. We ended up finding it. It took a long time. But when you have thousands of files to go through and you're just like, clear as day. How do you not put it in this, the right thing? So I actually kind of related to him a little bit there. But I wouldn't have gone that far. Well, I, that's the thing with it. You can relate to it. Because it, yeah, it makes sense. What he's saying he makes total sense, but he yeah. cranks oh, so it. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it's so great. it's it's memorable. Now it's memorable. We have to get back into what you suspect is the decline for him. He it starts off with him and he's talking to his therapist about a girl. I guess he's dating. Yeah. And it seems like he's kind of a dick because he really likes her. But then after he slept with her, he just wanted her to get the hell out of his apartment. But he didn't actually sleep with her, though, did he? He never they never. Well, he, he said before he like during the therapy session, we had a hard time hearing. Okay. okay. And then he goes out with her again. They come back to the apartment, start fooling around and a bat comes flying in and they end up going somewhere else. So it's assumed they slept together. Then it what seems like either the next night or within the next couple of nights, he's out again. And that is where he meets the vampire played by Jennifer Beals. Who doesn't shave her armpits. Yeah, that was really weird. Yeah. I noticed that. I'm like, are her armpits not shaved? And was that done on purpose? I can only assume it was. I don't know. Yeah. So Jennifer Beals, um, he ends up meeting her at a bar. He hits on her, and which shows the kind of guy he is. If he is dating this other woman who he really likes, he's still going out hitting on other women already then. He's not married. I know. Just it's all saying, good. Just saying shows the kind of person he is. So he takes her home and starts fooling around with her and she bites him and she sucks his blood. We think. Well, yeah, we think. We think. We I mean, think that's well, that's what, what that's what is shown. But is that really is that what really happens? what's happening? We don't but know. It it all starts kind of going from there because what seems like the next day he, aside from having a conversation with her, pouring her coffee, and this happens throughout the movie. There's nobody there, so you get these glimpses. So it's like. You get these glimpses. Glimpses. Uh, sorry, you get these glimpses of what what is allegedly actually happening compared to what we th- he thinks is happening. So maybe in his mind, she's a vampire, sucked his blood. But then they're showing like there's nobody there. So maybe it didn't happen. Maybe he met her in the bar and that was it. Or maybe you did sleep with her, but that was it. 
that's the great thing about this movie. You don't know what is real. Yeah. And so this was a part I really liked. So following the night with the vampire, he goes out with his girlfriend again. What's her name? I have to I have to look. Doesn't matter. Remember. He goes out with the girl. Jackie. Okay. So goes out with Jackie again. His kind of girlfriend. And they're at an art gallery. And they come up to this piece and she's like, So what do you think about this? And he's just standing there. He's like, I have to take a piss. And he takes off and he leaves her there at the museum. Total, total baller move. <laughs> he just leaves her there. And she's waiting around. <laughs> just what, what's taking so long? Like, how long do you wait for somebody until you realize they're gone? I don't. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's. I love that part, though. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty funny because you're just like, what? The <laughs> way he did it too wasn't like I have to use the bathroom. I have to. Not even like I gotta go take a piss. Just. I have to take a piss. Like, just so, like, not giving, giving zero fucks about anything else. It was great. Yeah, he just didn't care. Yes. It was like, whoa, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie has these different character dynamics because you have Nicolas Cage with his therapist, that dynamic. Yeah. You have him with Jennifer Beals, the vampire. You have him with his somewhat girlfriend, Jackie. And that, and then you have um, him with Alva at work, and it's like all these different characters come into play, and the only one who feels like they're actually really there is Alva and Jackie. So those two characters, you feel like okay, they're really there, but you question: Is there really a therapist? I would say there is really a therapist. Yes. I would hope so for his for that character's <laughs> sake. Yes. I, I, I think that the therapist is there for the first half of the movie, mm. but what you're witnessing towards the end of it, the movie is definitely not. at the very end, you know it's not real, but then it makes you question everything. Just with everything that happens in the end. Again, we may watch this next time and I may have completely different opinions and, yeah. and I may pick up something that I missed on upon first mm-hmm. viewing of it so yeah I, I don't know i think that i think that the therapist is real except for the the part at the very end when mm-hmm. you realize okay this guy's nuts yeah. he's going oh, crazy yeah but that also makes me wonder too because at the very end what happens at the end is alva's brother there or not i couldn't tell because after the everything happens at the very end of the finish of the movie mm-hmm. The brother's not standing over him or anything like that. I thought that. he got out of Dodge. It didn't show him. That's why yeah. I'm saying it was kind of like, but I think what happened that's, here? If that would also be a really cool thing to do, make even that questionable. Did he actually stake himself at the end or did he, did well, Alva's I mean. brother do it? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not sure about any of that. Was Alva, we say, we think Alva was there the whole time, but was she? I don't, we don't know. I, again, Got to watch the movie again. Yeah, to, to we're really going to watch it again tonight. <laughs> Maybe, but th- but yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm not really sure. I, I'd have to. Uh, I got to watch it again to try to look at it now a little bit more critically instead mm-hmm. of like the first time watching, it, not knowing what's going on, and be yeah. like, "What is this? What's happening?" 
Another part that we mentioned a little earlier, talking about in his apartment, there is a scene where Nicolas Cage, there's a cockroach running on the oh, stove. Yeah. And he goes, he's like trying to get it, pick it up. He grabs it and he just eats it. He pops it in his mouth and he starts eating it. Now, from what I've read, Nicolas Cage really ate a cockroach. And apparently it took three takes. So he had to eat three cockroaches. That is method. <laughs> that dude is dedicated. If, the, right? if true, that is a dedicated now, dedicated guy. there were animal activists who got up in arms over it. And I guess his response was, well, have you ever used raid in your house? Which, okay. Yeah. I look at it like, part of me is like, oh, you killed a creature. But again, people eat bugs all the time. It's considered a food source in other countries. And um, yeah, I mean, it's not like it probably suffered. It probably, uh, people use bugs to feed their pets so to get upset about it i don't know he just popped in his mouth quickly died it wasn't like the animal was tortured i'm just amazed that people were upset about him eating a cockroach in a movie in 1988 people get upset about i said in 1988 if it happened today it wouldn't shock me at all people get upset if you breathe funny but i mean for 1988 there was animal rights groups that were going after him for that Mm -hmm. i just uh, that was a little surprising to me yeah Speaking of 1988, let's talk about some of the people in the movie, how they're portrayed, trying to help Peter Lowe, Nicolas Cage's character. Everyone in New York seems so nice in this movie. Oh, yeah. He's like, he's walking out of a <laughs> diner and he's like, oh, like kind of bending his head because like he's in pain. And this old guy, are you okay? And there's another scene, he drops his groceries and this guy comes running up. Hey, are you all right? He's picking up his groceries, helping him. And I'm, we're just like, 1988 New York. Everyone is so friendly. Yeah, that definitely was. <laughs> that's not accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of the most violent times in New York City history was like, like the 80s. The 80s and early 90s, early to mid 90s was like really violent in New York. And it's like, did they do that on purpose to show the madness? Maybe that wasn't really happening. I don't know. Possibly. That's the great thing about this movie. It makes you question what is really supposed to be happening versus what's all in his mind. Yeah. Very clever. And with the cockroach scene, there was then the pigeon scene. Yeah, that was gross. I mean, you don't see anything, but just the implication was just pretty gross. Like. Nicholas Cage is like out outside. He's in the city chasing these pigeons, trying to catch a pigeon. Yeah, he's chasing a pigeon, Rocky style. Well, <laughs> Rocky chased a chick. Was it a chicken? I think it's chicken. Uh, uh, whatever. But he's like chasing it, and he yeah. catches it. And he like puts it under his coat and like goes home with it. Uh, and and apparently eats it raw. Consumes it. <laughs> consumes. It. Drinks its blood. They don't really show its. Well, they don't. They don't. They don't show any of that. But th- you yeah. see, like the the feathers all over the floor and everything, and then you see what appears to be the mutilated carcass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty. Now, pretty awesome. <laughs> we gotta get to towards the end talking about some of the best parts. This guy believes he's a vampire. So what does he do? He goes to a metaphysical shop and gets vampire fangs. 
This part's but awesome. Yeah. The ones he wants, the nice like fiberglass kind that are more realistic looking, he can't afford because he doesn't the, have enough cash. They're nineteen ninety five. Yeah. Twenty bucks. Can't afford it. Doesn't have the cash on him. But he has credit cards. He asks what what costs less, and he gets those Halloween plastic one piece that bend in your mouth, white vampire fangs. You know the vampire fangs every kid has played with at yeah, one point during or another? Halloween. Yes, yes, those. So great. He gets those and he puts them in his mouth, and then he really starts to embody Nosferatu. Yes. He yep. yes. He's just like he's walking in, and he has that like character, like the way he has his arm and his hand movements and his chin up, and like the look in his eyes. It is fabulous. It is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's he definitely he he went he went all in on this for sure. Yes, he did, and but, it was great. But I loved it because he's running around. New York City, and I guess I, I was reading the trivia on the IMDb that he was running around and telling people, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire, and it wasn't actors, it was actual just like pedestrians people on the, the street. street. So and, it was real reaction. And they filmed it from like far away mm-hmm. so that the people didn't realize they were being filmed. So he's just running around, I'm a vampire, I'm a vampire. And people were just looking at him like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? And that was... Re- Legit reactions. All I keep thinking of, this movie must have been so fun to make. I think that Nicolas Cage said it was his favorite movie he's ever done. Yeah, I read that. And I get, like... It makes sense, yeah. I I could see the guy's probably goofing around the whole time. Like, yeah. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So, yes. Yeah. The the plastic vampire. Yes. And so he's walking around telling everyone he's a vampire. And... I'm just thinking of the different scenes in my head. <laughs> For the people who who are listening, Alex was kind of mimicking it, so you can watch it on yeah, YouTube or Brighty on. Yeah, yeah. But he goes to a club, and again, it makes you question what's real, what's not. But it seems to be real. He's at this club. And there's some girl alone in the back end of the club. Yeah, you know, like the one of those closed off areas. She's doing coke, and he walks over, and he's she's doing coke. Yeah, she was. Was that what she was doing? Yeah, I assume she had like a little, little teeny tiny spoon. I've never done it, so I don't know. I don't. I don't (laughs) know. I I thought it was okay. All right, but it looked like okay. I'm assuming she was doing. She was doing drugs. I think. We okay. She was I, on I the thought drugs. She, I thought she was just hanging out by herself in the back. That's why I was like, "Is this real?" No, because she was putting stuff it? to her nose and sniffing. Okay. I don't think it was glue. I'm assuming it's coke, but I don't know. That was the eighties, so uh-huh. she was doing the drugs. All right. And he comes over and he's telling her how he's a vampire, and she's laughing because she's high. She doesn't know. And he goes on to bite her and drink her blood. Yes, and you're but, just. But like, he had the plastic vampire teeth in the, the entire time. He had the plastic vampire teeth, and you're just like, how does that work? It's great. Yeah. So he must have bit her really hard. Yeah. Well, obviously, because they show like he gets up from her, and there's like blood just spurting out of her neck. He go and he runs back out through the club, or no? Somebody don't they kick him out of the club? No, because he goes to like this other section, maybe like the coat area. And who comes by? Oh, His that's right. vampire mistress. 
That's right. He mm-hmm. sees uh, the yes, the and Jennifer so, Beals character. Yes, does so she have Rachel, a name? Rachel. Rachel. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's telling him how he's pathetic, and because he's like, because there's a scene earlier where she's like, "Tell me you love me," and he's kind of like just somewhat comatose from having his blood sucked out, but. Yeah, like he's like, I love you. And then he's like, I love you and I like you. And she's like, you disgust me. And then she finds some other guy. This is in the club we're talking about. This is in the club, yeah. And so she's like, you disgust me. And some other guy shows up because he's like, we're together. And he's like, boy, this new guy comes over. He's like, no, you're not or something. And they walk away. So he follows them and he's like just calling her out. She's a vampire. And then that scene makes you question, did he, because she's like, who are you? Peter, right? And it makes you question, was this woman a whole hallucination? He met her at a bar once and then just happened to see her at the club again. You don't know. And again, that I think that's the genius of it. So then he gets kicked out of the he place, right? He gets kicked right? out of the yes. club. Mm-hmm. But nobody discovers this woman until, I guess, way later. He's got blood on his face. He's got blood on his shirt. Yeah, he's like covered in blood. Totally not suspect no, at all. Nobody nobody says anything about that. They just kick him out. Like, hey, get out of here, buddy. And, wh- and he's like, I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. They're like, yeah, okay, go find a coffin or something. Yeah, <laughs> They're yeah. just yelling this stuff at him. It's like, all right, great. But yeah, yeah so then he's wandering around and then the sun starts coming up and he's like, I'm going to die. <laughs> it, it, I can't do it justice it's so, trying to imitate so it. It's so absurdly awesome. It's so great. It's so great. Yeah. And he wanders around and then the best part is he walks into like there's this big building and part of the wall. It's like New York's like building structures are really cool like the way it's designed so it's not like a regular just flat building and he's walking just boom walks into the building and then he starts having conversation with his therapist and you're kind of going in and out you're seeing what he's seeing versus what's really happening oh i forgot to mention as the sun's coming up he's trying to like there's this crate and he takes a piece of wood and he's trying to get people to stake him so he's walking around New York carrying this big piece I'm a of vampire. Wood. Kill me. And, and, and apparently this was not to actors. He was walking up to pedestrians saying this. Some of the people I think were actors, like the church scene where he walked up and was trying to get them. That Those were actors. All right. But, but yeah, but a lot of, of people, people just walking by were like... Well, th- this is what said on the IMDb yeah. trivia. So whether or not it's true or whatever. But yes, yeah, so the people walking by and they're just looking at him like he's crazy. So he walks and bumps into the building and starts having conversation. And in the conversation, though, he's still holding the big stake of wood, which is great. And he, then you just see him like some dude who's all disheveled with like dried blood on his face and shirt, carrying this big stake of wood, just having a conversation with the wall. It was great. The outer part of the building. Again, if you haven't watched this, you you need yeah, to see so this film. Yeah, so obviously we're going to both highly recommend you see this movie. Yes. Especially and Monique with how, how much she I'm loves it. I'm just like, my mind is rewinding to this it and just so thinking great. of these scenes it's is the Best hilarious. movie ever. It's so funny. That's great. It was it was very... Ooh, as I knock my mic over you, now. Yeah, easy. Smack it. Easy over there. Take it easy. Okay, now. So yeah, it's... I'm all excited. Yeah, it's very, very... Uh, 
very well written movie. I I'm gonna say it was very well acted. Mm-hmm. He's he's nuts. <laughs> he's nuts. It's a it's a great uh, depiction of somebody's descent into madness. Mm-hmm. It's very very well done. There are a lot of scenes where you start to think like, oh my gosh, he's so overacting. It's ridiculous. But if you really like watch the movie and understand it, it's he's supposed to be like crazy. It's the point you have to overact because you have to show how crazy this guy is. Yeah. Yeah. A That's few French fries short of a Happy Meal. Just a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was there anything else about this movie you wanted to uh, to talk about? Do we want to touch base about the end? We kind of talked about it already, but just to clarify. Oh, yeah. The, the Alva character is assaulted. We are led to believe it's rape, but mm-hmm. not, you're not really shown that, which is fine. I'm not, I don't need to see that. But she goes to her, she lives her at home brother. with her parents yeah. and her brother. Um, and I just want to say she, like, she lives at home with her parents and there's one day she calls out sick because her boss is so horrible. He made her stay late. She was there till one in the morning and she doesn't want to go in. Her mom's like, you think I like my boss? You have to go to work. You have to, pay your share and you need to go to work doesn't even want to hear about what's going on not how like the dude like chased her and and followed her into the ladies room or anything well because she didn't tell her mom any of that stuff but her mom doesn't give her a chance to even like well what happened so she lives at home with her mom as i was saying and her dad and brother Mm -hmm. and she has locked herself in her room after she was assaulted oh well her boss, Nicholas Cage, went to her house when she called in sick, went to her house and brought her some soup because <laughs> she called out with a cold, a really bad cold or something. And so he says, oh, she has a bad cold, huh? Okay. Leaves the office, gets in a cab to go get her at her house, shows up at her house. She's like ironing or something. And she's in her bra and he just shows up at, at her at her house and he's looking like looking in window, looking in the window knocking. knocking on the window and she's like ah like in a bra just kind of like ah what are you doing i'm gonna call the police and he's like i heard you were sick i brought some soup and she's like uh-huh. and then he does the whole i'm sorry blah 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 starts manipulating her starts to like kind of suck her back in by being nice to her it's like the 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 textbook abusive relationship right oh yeah and so she ends up letting him in. They talk for a few minutes. She agrees to go back to work with, you know, go back into work and they'll take a cab together. She stops. They stop at a garage where her brother works. Well, they stop there because she gets in the cab and he's basically because t- he said, oh, don't at the house. He's like, don't worry about that file. You know, it's not the end of the world. They get in the car and he's like, so you're going to find that file, right? And she's like, I, I thought you said it was all said. It's not the end of the world if I don't. But we still need to try. And he's just like, like totally going back on what he said to her. It's like he just said what he had to to get her in the car. And right. he starts flipping out on her. So they stop at this gas station or garage. Mm-hmm. Not a gas station. Excuse me. Garage. While they're on the way back to the work, she asks to stop. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. My brother works there. I owe him money. Yeah, I got to stop and give him some money or something. She goes in. She has a gun that she carries with her for protection, but we find out that she doesn't have bullets for the gun. She just has it in case somebody comes up, she can pull it on them. 
okay, fine, I guess that could work. But what if somebody doesn't care and they come at you anyway? What are you going to do? Throw the gun at them? But anyway, she doesn't have bullets for this gun. She goes in, she asks her brother for bullets because this guy's crazy, blah, blah, blah. It kind of fills him in a little bit. So the brother's like, well, all I have is blanks. So he fills the, re- she's got a revolver, mm-hmm. fills it with, with bullets. They're blanks. Again, not sure what the point of that is, but anyhow, it all kind of ties in and helps to further descend Nicolas Cage into madness. So they they get to, do they go back to her work? Well, they go back when to the work. When she gets back in the cab, they go back. Again, to, that's right. They stay, and she yep, finds right. the file. Yes, she finds the she file. finally finds that file. Finds that file that is not even that important, we find out. And... She's like knocking on his door. This is when I realized, okay, the Rachel, the vampire thing is not real because he's in his office with the door closed and it shows him getting his blood drank by Rachel Mm -hmm. and she's knocking and he's just kind of like sitting there, you know, like, like just taking it, just taking the blood suck. I don't know what you call it, but he's just sitting there like he's feeding her. Yeah, I guess that's what you call it. Right. And he's ignoring her. She uh, does he finally let her in? Does well, she just let herself in? No, he opens the door. She's like, "I found it. I find the file." That's right. And he's like, "It's too late." And she's like, "What do you mean it's too late? I, I got the file. I got it. I finally found it's it. Like, yeah, it's too late." And that's kind of what stems. He starts chasing her. He starts chasing after. Yeah, but that's when he opens the door. You realize there's no Rachel and there's nobody else in there. That's because you're seeing what Alva is seeing. So you're mm-hmm. like, okay. That's when I went, okay, so the vampire, this is completely, there. she is not real, this mm-hmm. vampire Rachel woman. Yeah, and not. there are other scenes like he's taking a shower and he's just talking to nobody. And he's like, oh, come on, you want to come in? Oh, it's like there's nobody there. Right, but it's the, it's the scenes where you see Rachel where I'm yeah. like, okay, so she is there. And then the parts where he's talking to nobody, I'm thinking, okay, so... She's there sometimes, but he's like so obsessed with her and going crazy that he talks to her when she's not there too. Like that's what I was thinking, but apparently she, the the way I took it was she's never been there. That's the way I took it by the end of the movie. But anyway, Mm -hmm. he starts chasing Alva and she pulls the gun on him. They're like in a hallway or something. They're like, I think they went down to the basement area. Yeah. Okay. But they're in the building. They're in the building. Their work building. And she pulls the gun on him. He's like, shoot me. Just shoot me. Help me. Shoot me or something. Because he realizes he's going nuts. Mm-hmm. And he thinks he's a vampire. And so she does. She fires the gun. But she fires it at the ground. So he's like, not at the ground. At me. Shoot me. And and so she fires it again. But again at the ground. And this is, I think, where he punches her or hits her. Mm-hmm. This is when he, he gets her. He hits her. We he... think the rape takes place. Mm-hmm. And then that's... it's like he kind of comes into sanity a little bit. Yeah. Like he... He hits her. He's on top of her. But I, I can't. Again, there's no simulated thrusting or anything. And you never see him go and like undo his pants or anything. like. So I don't. That's why I'm like, did he really sexually assault her? I don't know if a rape occurred or if it was just a physical. Uh, anyway. Uh, so he takes the revolver because she's out cold now. Either she's out cold or she's just been so traumatized that she's like a vegetable and mm-hmm. playing dead. I don't know. But she's not moving. And so he grabs the revolver and sits down against the wall and he puts the gun in his mouth and he pulls the trigger. Bang. But it's blanks. So he's like... Does it again. So he pulls the trigger again, shoots himself again. And he spits the bullets out. 
spits the bullets out. Yeah, he, remember it came out of his mouth. How can a bullet come out of his mouth? It's a blank. I know, but they the, they showed it like a blank instead of like cartridge. They showed him spitting something out. So maybe that was his mind, what he was thinking. Perhaps, but anyway, he shoots him. So obviously, this is further. Uh, uh, giving him reason to believe that he's a vampire because he just shot himself twice. He doesn't know they're blanks. You know, he has mm-hmm. no idea that they're blank bullets. And so... And he thinks he's he, pretty immortal. He now thinks mm-hmm. he's definitely... I'm I'm a vampire. I, I just shot myself twice in the head and I'm fine. So, yeah. So, yeah, the descent continues from there rapidly. Mm-hmm. Now, were there any other parts you wanted to talk about this movie because i know we've been kind of scattered with it yeah but that's that's how we that's how we move it's how we we roll baby (laughs) was there anything else any other scenes i mean just his his acting is just there's so many parts where he's just like he'll be talking normal then all of a sudden he'll just go and that's that and he'll like make a gesture and point and like get real loud and you're like he jumps up on the whoa like whoa where'd that come from because he's just talking normal and then he just gets insane like out of nowhere you're like what the frick uh one of the one of the secretaries or office workers even comments to Alva at one point in the movie, like, he's so eccentric. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's one word for that's it. So eccentric. Nice. That's such a nice way to put it. It's so <laughs> nice eccentric. of you to say that. Guy's fucking out of his mind. Uh, yeah, no, I, I there's, again, I, I want to watch it again because I, I really feel like this is one of those movies where I'm going to end up watching it a whole bunch of times and I'm going to end up liking it more and more each time. Just, just the sheer... I guess you could say genius of it. And and it is classified as a comedy, right? Yes. I feel like it's one of those crazy like a Fox movies. It's a black comedy for sure. Oh, absolutely. Because yes. there's parts where I was like, am I supposed to be laughing? What? I don't know. Was that supposed to be funny? I was laughing I, at things. I yeah, you definitely great. were laughing like right off the bat. And I'm like, wait, what? Because <laughs> I was just like, what's going on? But by the end of the movie, I realized, oh, okay, yeah, th- this makes sense now. It's uh, this guy's, it's documenting his descent into going insane. And I guess it's open for interpretation whether or not he was really bit or he just went went crazy for whatever reason. So, yeah, no, I mean, that's that's really all I get to say is we got to watch this movie again. Yes. And we hope you do too. Yeah, if you haven't already. I mean, the movie came out in 1988. So I don't know what took us so long to watch the darn thing, but. We finally got around to it, and yeah. glad we did. Mm-hmm. It was definitely, definitely entertaining. Yes, it if was. If nothing else, it was entertaining. So, yeah, good, good stuff. Now, we we talked. Uh, I mean, Nicholas Cage has got this. He's got a rep for being kind of outrageous, and I think I want to say that it must have stemmed from this movie, right? I because, don't know. I mean, like, like if you look at some of the other movies he's done, he did uh, that movie Face Off with. Yeah. Uh, John Travolta, Travolta, right? I don't. I think in that movie he was kind of. He was like, wasn't he the good guy in that movie? Yeah, I thought so. Or he was the bad guy, but then when they switched faces, he then he was the good guy. He was the good guy. I forget. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but I remember in that movie when he was the bad guy in that movie, he was like over the top nuts too. So he kind of when he plays a villain, he's he's he plays that he gets into it. Did you know he was going to be Superman? Yes. That, that 2006 an, movie? The, was the, it 2006? Because I remember there was an actual Superman and he they did like the costume on him and everything. Yes. That 2006 movie, Brandon Routh ended up playing him. 
but it was supposed to be Nicolas Cage. And I think it was supposed to be Superman Lives, I think was the so name of the movie. I'm not sure why it didn't happen. They, they actually did a documentary. Superman, but there was no budget like that lost its budget or ended up getting scrapped i don't even know why i brought it up because uh there's actually a whole documentary that was made about that movie it was called the death of superman lives what mm. happened and kevin smith was involved with it and a couple, couple other people yeah I, I i have it somewhere mm. like i i burned it online uh, years ago i have it somewhere we gotta watch it well, one but nicholas cage movie i want you to watch with me is raising arizona i've I, never seen that, I love that but movie. i heard he's nuts in that too isn't he He's not really nuts. Like over the top kind of? Mm. No? All right, maybe not. I don't know. I, I think he does a great job in the movie. I, I I mean, he's in so many movies. Like, holy I geez, think like, what is, I think his biggest movies are the National Treasure movies. But Are, are those his biggest? That's what I would think. Like I like those movies a lot. I'm a big fan of those well, movies. Well, think about it. It's kind of like adults and kids can watch it. It's a Disney they're, movie. They're Disney movies. Yeah. 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 I don't I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to see the the box office successes mm-hmm. and the hits and misses of Nicolas Cage. He's Con Air. App. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Karn Con Karn. Yeah. Don't be Nicolas Cage's hair in Con Air. Con or was Air. it accent and Con Air? Oh my gosh. So good. <laughs> yes. <A> hummingbird. <laughs> oh like man. So good. Yeah, he's he's I love Nicolas Cage. Yeah. But he does so many. It's like, like he, he has so many movies. Like he seriously commits to that role and it's but, awesome. But he like, he's been in so many movies. Does he have like financial troubles or something? Like why is he in so many I movies? I remember reading something about he bought like he, he bought a lot of real estate because he didn't want to put his money in banks. So okay. then like the, remember when the housing market crashed? Yeah. He ended up losing a lot of money. So then he kind of went back on that. Is that but what it is? he used to own like a lot of different properties. Okay. So, um, but didn't he buy like a a dinosaur, like dinosaur fossil or something, like a skull or something? Then he had to. Well, he return got ripped it. off. Well, he got, <laughs> but he had to return it to the country because it was like smuggled illegally. I don't. I d- never heard that story. But if he bought a dinosaur fossil, he was ripped off because th- there's no such thing. That's another show. Entirely. That is another show. But yeah, Moving no, on. he he. Uh, okay, so he did run into some kind of financial trouble, right? Because isn't that why he does so many movies? I don't know if that's why. Or is it just he just loves acting that much that he's in every movie? He, the guy's in so many good movies. I've him. never. No, it's great. It's good for him. Is right. I mean, I just I didn't know if that was why because he went bankrupt. Doesn't or he have something. a lot of ex-wives too? He's been married four times. I looked at his IMDb this morning. Good for four him. times. Uh, his most recent marriage, I think, lasted like two months last year. Hey. In 2019, he, he was married from like love. March to May or something like that. Yeah. So, hey, good for him. I don't think, does he have, I don't think he has any kids. Yes, he has kids. He and does. I think he became a grandfather. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wasn't there a video of him and was it like Vince Neal outside somewhere in Las Vegas and they were drunk and Vince Neal was like, pissed at some woman or something he was like pissed off at somebody and Nicolas Cage was trying to like calm Vince Neil I down. don't know I, I I don't you you know more about that TMZ those it was type like of on stories social media oh, again like I, a Twitter so a video and I'm just like no idea I thought I showed you that I, I don't recall you it blocked it out you may have I don't remember it that happens but. a lot with him he'll I'll tell him something totally will act or seem like he's listening and having a conversation about it with me and then he doesn't remember i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> exactly 
No, I always listen to you. Come on. I I always know what you're saying. I remember yes, everything. You remember everything. Got a mind like a steel trap. Yep. And leaves this thing. Yeah. So Nicolas Cage is awesome. Yes. But yeah, this definitely check out Vampire's Kiss. It's yes. worth the watch uh-huh. if you haven't seen it already. Again, a 1988 movie. For those of you who haven't seen it, go check it out. If you have voodoo, it's free. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you that have seen it and maybe haven't seen it in a while. Watch and it again. Maybe didn't appreciate it the first time you saw it or didn't understand. Go watch it again. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's worth it. <laughs> it's definitely worth yes. it. I, I find that we've been f- we've been watching a lot of older movies mm-hmm. lately, so I back I, when they were good. What's that? Back when they were good. Yeah, and it's it's very it's fun going back now, being our age and watching movies that we watched when we were in our teens or kids you know, or kids or what, and watching them now and just realize, oh wait, how much you pick up on you, p- as yeah, you get older. yeah, it, and it's like okay, I re- like you remember parts, but then you're like, oh wait, this is what this means, or oh wait, yo, oh oh, and you're like, oh, like mm-hmm. the you know, the, you have those light bulb moments, <laughs> like, you're like like twenty years that's later, that's what that, oh, meant. that's okay. what that means, oh. yeah, it's it's so it's fun, to, and now going back and we're watching a lot of, like I said, a lot of movies with our kids too. Not vampires kiss type movies, but you know more family friendly type stuff. And even that, you're I'm watching some of it. I'm like, oh, oh, it's very. Is this safe? It's like yeah. uh, it went over my head as a kid. It should go over there, hopefully. Uh, pretty much, but it's funny. Like a lot. It seems like, and I could be wrong about this, but I feel like the stuff that you could get away with many years ago oh, in, yeah. in a PG movie. Like you could never get away with now. Oh no! It, so yeah, it's it's kind of like yeah, it's pretty interesting. I mean, it's PG. There's swearing in it. <laughs> oh yeah, there's like to- there's topless women in some movies. I mean, not not it's not gratuitous, but you'll see like a flash of boobs or something. Oh, speaking of, that's right. In Vampire's Kiss, getting back to Tasties. it. Yeah, one of the first things I noticed, and uh, I'm like, it it's hard to miss. There there's the. Is it the first time that she sucks his blood or one of the, whatever. Yeah. It's it's a couple of times you see Jennifer Beals on top of Nicolas Cage sucking his blood, feeding, whatever you call it. And she's supposed, she's topless and she's in her underwear just kind of laying on top of him and he's just sitting there like, uh, you know, getting his blood sucked. And you see like clear as day, the pasties over her nipples. Like it's, but it wasn't even like just her nipples. It seemed like it took like most of her boob too. Yeah. It was like flesh colored. Yeah. So obviously when a movie gets transferred to high def, you're going to pick up on this stuff. But I mean, at the time you probably, nobody even noticed it. You probably couldn't even tell. Yeah. So that was one thing I noticed like right off the bat. And like, as I said it, you're like, yeah, look it. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, good. I'm not the only one that noticed it. It's like right there. And in again, front of another you. thing was we mentioned her not shaving her armpits. She like lifts her arms up, and we're like, yeah, both of us at the same armpits? time. Like, does she not shave her pits? Like, that's kind of what. That's the? like, was that done on purpose for the movie? I would think, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because it, it looked like she shaved her legs. Yeah, and then I think in like a couple other scenes, she looked like her pits were shaved. Yeah. So was it there's just this, the lighting? I don't know. It, if it could have been, but there's one shot. In particular, where she like her arms come up for I can't remember what she's doing, but her arms go up and you see it. Maybe, yeah, and you see it, and you're like, "Whoa, what the? Wasn't expecting that." Right. So, anyway, (laughs) yeah, the pasties. Yeah, forgot to mention that earlier. That's vampires kiss. 
Yeah, good stuff. It is. So check it out if you haven't yes. already. We highly recommend it. Yes. We're going to watch it again. And if we mention something that we questioned and you know the answer, please let us know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I know I, I read a little bit too, uh, some of the IMDb, you know, they do comments. Like you can leave a review and rate a movie and oh, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. I th- There was tons of them in there. I only sk- skimmed through a couple, but there was a lot of people giving it like 10 stars. And one of the funnier ones that I saw said that, this the movie Vampire's Kiss is for this person that wrote the review and their friends. It's a relationship tester for potential girlfriends or boyfriends. They make the person that they're interested in sit and watch the movie with them. And if they laugh, they know that they're good. If they don't laugh and they don't get any of the humor, no go. That was one of the things in IMDb. Nicholas Cage, I guess, said in a magazine interview because he said he loved that movie. And he said that he had a friend come over, a female friend come over, and he put it on for her. And she, what, left during it? She, like, didn't want to watch it. Oh, really? Yeah. She was, like, appalled. Like, she, she wasn't into watching it. It's tremendous. Yeah, no. <laughs> but that, that's kind of that's cool, though. I mean, that, that people... If I was hanging out with yeah. Nicolas Cage and he <laughs> put that movie this. on, I'd be, like, looking at him and, like, the screen and him and being like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, like, that is awesome yeah i mean but that that, i thought that was that was interesting that that's what somebody put as as a review like you have to this movie's genius and so i guess i'd pass that test i guess i would too i i laughed but but again it it, i didn't laugh as fast as you because i was more like confused like did i just see that like did that just happen because it's so like out of the blue when he gets crazy but that's the great part no it it. it is but it's just like took me off guard like what the what just happened? And then when it happens again, you're like, okay, this is good. This is great. But yeah, the first couple of times I'm like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. So it just kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> but yeah. I just got like the Vince McMahon. It's good shit. Good <laughs> like, shit. Yes. That just like popped good in my head. Shit. Yes. My, my Vince McMahon story. Yeah. I, I cannot do a Vince McMahon impersonation. I can't either, but whatever that's okay <laughs> yeah, so yeah so let us know um, let us know reach out to us on our social media and let us know what you think about vampires kiss yes. the classic cult classic nicholas cage flick we got a twitter account we do at homewrecker pod instagram homewrecker podcast parlor parlor that's at homewrecker right. podcast and we have a website as well. Homerecordpodcast.com. That's right. So hit us up on any of those and let us know yes. uh, your memories, your thoughts about mm-hmm. Vampire's Kiss. I, I I just have a feeling we're going to get some interesting comments, some fun ones. I hope so. I, I really, yeah, I hope so too. But I, I, I just have a feeling we're going to get some feedback on this one. I'm curious, like, how many times, like, people who have watched it, how many times they've watched it. Are you watching it for the first time because we're talking about it? Yeah, let us know all that yes, kind of stuff. Please. We, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, I, I have a feeling we're gonna get some feedback on this one. Uh, hopefully, anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But for uh, all of our listeners, we appreciate you. And if you have not already, please head on over to iTunes or wherever it is that you listen to podcasts and hit the subscribe button. And when you get a minute, please. 
if you don't mind and you'd be so kind, leave us a five-star review. And if you really want to, you can go ahead and write up a review too. Tell everybody what you think of the show. Uh, we appreciate that feedback. Nice. Yeah, yes, as long <laughs> as it's nice. Please please don't bury us. I mean, that's not fun. Come on, be nice. Be ni- it doesn't cost you anything to be nice, right? And we're all about the positivity and kindness. Yes, especially my wife, especially Monique. So please, say something nice just for her at least. If you want to if you want to say like Monique is so awesome, but that that Alex, he's kind of a not not a, not a fan of his, but listen for the for the wife. That's cool. I'm fine with that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm totally. I was just fine thinking, like, I'm like you're like, yeah, my wife all about the positivity. Yeah, the one who like talks to bugs <laughs> and birds. Earlier today, you're talking to birds. Well, I have a little bird friend. So every time I go outside, this cute little bird, and I'm not sure what kind it is. It's kind of gray and it has a little red, and it's really cute. I call her Stella. And she... You've named this bird? Yes, I call her Stella. This is the first time I'm hearing this. Okay, so... Because so, I, I figure you just make fun of me. So, <laughs> so you wait till the podcast so you can say it so that I won't make fun of you? Yes. This is the best time to make fun of you oh. if I'm going to do it. All right, anyway, so let's hear about every Stella. time I go outside, whether like it'll be first thing in the morning or in the afternoon, every time I'm outside, she like sings to me. She's like, tries to... She like makes this bird noise trying to get my attention and it's kind of distinct and I'm like is that my little friend and I'm like where are you and I look around and she's always like on our fence usually that's where she hangs out and if I have a hard time finding her depending on where I am she yeah it she'll like pop over to get closer so I can see her and she'll just kind of squawk a little bit and she'll like say hi to me and then she goes off kind of bird is stella i don't know i just said i don't know she's like gray with like kind of like a dark beak and a little bit of red under her tail like an orangey red under her so tail. not like so not a robin because now we get a lot of robins we do she doesn't, i don't know here. she doesn't really seem like a robin but I, i'd have to look it up but yeah she's my little friend and we say hi to each other my wife ladies and gentlemen so Keep that in mind when you're leaving your five-star review. This is my <laughs> wife, and she's fantastic. Oh, thank so you. So please don't, please don't hurt her feelings with a negative review, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> don't make me go sit uh, in the corner and cry because you gave us a negative review. Right. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, uh, for those of you watching right now, uh, please continue to do so. Yes. And if you're listening and you'd like to watch us and just stare at my wife the whole time, which is what I try to do, uh, you can find us on YouTube or Brighteon yes. as well. And you can subscribe to us. Yes. And you can like our videos. And it, is it on YouTube you turn on notifications and then every time we upload yeah. a video, you, per, you can uh, get, get notified. notified. Mm-hmm. I guess you that's the best comments. way to do it because if we put something in the description that trips the YouTube algorithm, it can... Doesn't, it. it doesn't block you, but it like sh- like it's called shadow banning. They it makes shadow it ban harder it. to find you. Right. So, yeah, if you if you uh, like what we do and you like watching and listening, yeah, hit the subscribe and then turn on your notifications on I uh, hope YouTube. they don't shadow ban us for this episode. <laughs> why? I mean, I don't know why they shadow ban a lot but of stuff But that's why does, we use Brighteon as well. Right. Exactly. Yes. They do they, not shadow ban. They do not. That is a free speech mm-hmm. platform, yes. as is... Uh, is it parlor? Parlor. It's also yes. uh, contends to also be a non-shadow banny type of social media as well. Mm-hmm. So down with the free speech. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, 
I guess uh, unless you got anything else, we can start signing off. We yeah. hope that wherever you are, everybody, that you are safe, healthy, mm-hmm. and most importantly of all, happy. Sending lots of love yeah, and positive energy of your way. Yeah, of course. It's, uh, it's uh, as we record this, it's the end of July, beginning of August. So summer is, we're in the heat of the summer, but mm-hmm. it's going to be over pretty soon. And I don't know what the uh, future holds, but hopefully it's good. Hopefully Let's it's hope good. so. We need some goodness. But remember, we it's do. what you make of it. That, It'll that, be good if you make it good. That is, that's absolutely true. So until next time. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion. I am joined, have been joined. I'm messing up my own close of the show here. <laughs> I've been joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. <laughs>